State property, Rockefeller Records. Just that feeling music, you know? We make that music. Starting up in five feel. minutes. What's up, y'all? Good evening. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome. I'm from a block where niggas might blast your pops. No chance, ambulance can't save your kin. Smoke reefer, grim reaper, chillin' my spot instead of making some lot drink. Leaders of gin. I'm drunk again, I'm high again. I just might fly a kite to my niggas upstate, knocked off in a pen. They booked in a job, I'm booking the flight. It's fucked up. Last year we was all on the block. This can't be life, this can't be love. They roll with a whack, I roll with a snow. We all in a fight.
Jay, you ready to do this, man? Yeah, man. We on it? What we doing tonight? Man, we in the shot tonight, man. We shot the ancestors. Back to the city, man. Gang, gang. Where you was born at, man? And what I love most, she had so much soul. She said, excuse me, little homie, I know you don't know me, but my name is Wendy and I like to blow trees. And from that point, I never blow her off. Niggas come from out of town, I like to show her off. They like to act tough, she like to tone them off. And make them straighten up their hat, cause she know they soft. And when I grew up, she showed me how to go downtown. And at nighttime, my face lit up, so it's down. And I this Kanye's best album to me. It's always been graduation. cause they always... This is like Pete. I think this might be my, my album. Knew I was gang affiliated, got on TV and told on me. I guess it's why last winter she got so cold on me. She said, yeah, keep making that, keep making that platinum and gold for me. Back to the shop. But if you really cared for, then you wouldn't have never hit the airport to follow your dreams. Sometimes I still talk to her, but when I talk to her, it always seems like she talking about me. She said you left your kids, and they just like you. They want to rap and make soul beats just like you, but they just not you. And I just got through talking about what niggas trying to do, just not new. Now everybody got the game figured out all wrong. I guess you never know what you got till it's gone. I guess that's why I'm here and I can't come back. Home and guess when I heard that when, when I, I was, was back, back home. Every interview I'm representing you, making you proud. Hey, Reach for the stars, so if you fall, you land on a cloud. Jump in the crowd, talk your lighters, wave them around. If you don't know I'm by now, I'm talking about shot town. Philly one time before we start though. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? That's what they've been waiting for. You ready? You ready? Uh uh. I used to pray for times like this, to rhyme like this, so I had yes. to grind like that, to shine like this in a matter of time I spent on some locked up shit. Really on some locked up shit. Petty wagon, cuffs locked on wrist. See my dreams unfold, nightmares come true. It was time to marry the game, and I said, yeah, I do. If you want it, you got to see it with a clear eye view. Got shorty, she try and bless me like I said I do. Like a nigga sneeze, nigga please for them trick and squeeze. I'm getting cream, never let them hoes get in between. 
scene of what we started. Little nigga, but I'm lying hearted. They love me when I was stuck and they hate it when I departed. I go and get it regardless. Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling, went straight to walking with foreign ever be legendary just off of this one song. Fucking sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me, get him, I got him. I did it without an album. It don't get no better than that, man. Meek could just perform that song every for the rest of he could just come out and perform dreams and nightmares and leave and he'll be straight for the rest of his life. That's how legendary that song is, man. Hey yo, and and y'all know how I get down in the club when that joint come on, because you remember we was out Nola Wallet. So I gotta say, shout out to the homie Mary, because Mary turned up with me on when that joint came on. Oh my goodness. I thought about that literally as it was playing. Well, you know, we you know, was in New Orleans, wild. You know, every year me and the homies get together, and you know, we vacation somewhere 
you know, kind of broke up with COVID. And a lot of us didn't go this year. They went to Aruba. I think they was about 30, 40 deep. But New Orleans, what was this, 17? 17. 2017, we was about 60 deep. We had two floors in a hotel, all white party. All white Bourbon party. Bourbon Street. Crazy and nightmares come on. Good man, we had a ball. That was probably that was probably top top. We had about seven of them, so I, I think that's top two. And probably not two. I was gonna say that was that was that was that was a legendary weekend. Hey man. Shout out to my guy Lester, man. He put on for his city. He made sure we ain't go nowhere, we ain't seen. Shout out to my guy, man. Put on. Amazing hospitality. What? <laughs> welcome. That's welcome. my sound for the night. Yeah, man. What is this? Episode five? This is episode five, right? Five. We sliding. We sliding. Sliding. What's that? So we got, yeah, this is five. We got Zay, Diane, Diana, Diane, Tay, Tay, Ilana, Jay. Episode five, man. We sliding for these ancestors. Sliding for our Look, ancestors, man. My teacher ears perked up. You're doing a lot of AY sounds. I know. Say, say, Jay. I know, man. It was Keisha, Misha, Melinda. Uh, okay. <laughs> Don't forget about Felicia. About three Kims, Latoya, and Tina. Hey, man. What? I wasn't going to go into all that. That was like, I'm halfway in trouble. I just wanted to stop there. You know what I mean? But welcome, man. We outside, man. We outside. This is super exciting, man. Hell yeah. Keish, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm excited. Good, man. You want to I'm give... excited about this one. Yeah, you excited about this one, huh? I'm yeah, I am. I'm excited, too. You want to give us... You want to give us the breakdown, the mission statement? Absolutely. Oh, pretty self. Look at you, girl. Let me holler at you. Come on. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> All right. So welcome, everyone, to Sliding for the Ancestors, Episode 5, as you just heard. The purpose of Sliding for the Ancestors is just that. The definition of sliding is moving swiftly or quickly. We're here to honor and highlight the ancestors of our special guest, which today is Jay. Ray has moved swiftly and quickly by ensuring that each special guest knows their ancestors very well, not just their names, but who they were as people. So sit back and enjoy as we slide for the ancestors. Whoop. Yeah. This is, this is a super, super exciting one. Yeah, my guy Jay. So before we start, Jay, I just so you know, we've always talked about your story. We talked about it in real time, you know, the processes <laughs> we went through every and everything. So um now you know, you're about what? When was this? When did you connect with your biological uh family? Well, when was this? December? December no, one? September. September, September last year. September. September. Yeah, that's when I, yeah, we rolled out to uh to Chicago. Yes. Yeah, so. Me and my lovely lady. And um 
you know, your dad's side was was a March. No, that was November. November. No, yeah, November time frame because Don came down to visit, and that's mm-hmm. when he hit us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we we was in the car. We was on the way back from Charlotte, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that's crazy because that's my full brother. You know, from both sides, and it was Yo, just like Marco, Marco. Yeah. For him to, you know, to see his reaction and his feelings oh, too man. was really dope. I never forget that. We're gonna get to that, man. But just wanted to let everyone know for the DNA deniers, um, my brother Jay had a blank birth certificate. No Fact. mother, no father. He wasn't given a birth name, just the last name of the mother and the day he was born was on his birth certificate. That was absolutely it. We had no identifying information and nothing to go off of. I know it's like a real big thing talking about ethnicity estimates and especially the where do you come from kind of tool and, you know, is it real, is it not, man? Just slide all that to the side. We ain't talking about that now. I don't really like talking about it because just using DNA matches... Your boy took a blank birth certificate. What? Four-year journey. What? Discovered his biological mother, his biological father, connected with all of his siblings. (sighs) Grandmother. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? Come on, man. Your boy did that. Heavy work. Your boy Heavy did it, man. I'm just I'm straight just saying, out the mud. Man, I need it. So, you know, for all that, if you call yourself a genealogist, and I don't care where you sit at, whether you, you know, whatever community, whatever squad you with, man, if you're not taking DNA tests, man, you, you, I really, I really, um, I don't like to question people and their ancestors and stuff like that, but, um, I don't, you're not doing all that you can do to to look after your family, to bring DNA connections into the fold and to help them understand who their family is and build a bigger community. So it's Mm -hmm. it's it's an invaluable tool and this tool would have not, we, I'm not going to say impossible, but I don't know how. (laughs) <laughs> we had nothing how, to work off of nothing to work off of all dna all hard work all backtracking and we made and, it happen and, man and then if you really think about it to uh think about it to fast forward just to just to uh you know when i got my original birth certificate we were you know just to see that it was my mother's name maiden name and she had got remarried if you really think about that, you know what I'm saying? Because we started looking and was like, yo, we ain't got nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you really you really got in the trenches on this job. Yeah, man, we made it happen. We made this thing happen. So, you know, we did a lot of this. So talk about your... Your first time September going to Chicago. What was that experience like? Like reuniting with your, fir- like actually meeting your Pulled birth up. family for the first time, brothers and everything. What was that whole experience like? 
So whatever words I and I say this and I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, whatever w- words I use to tell you this, know that it's like a hundred times that. Um the feeling is undescribable. Um the plane ride. I've never been anxious to, you know, get on a plane. I'm normally relaxed. Like my heart was beating like like cold time. I'm like, I'm anxious. Like palms are sweaty. I'm like, yo, this is this is this is something serious. Um, you know, me and the old lady get to the uh shout out to my beautiful fiance. And let me let me let me backtrack because I'll say this. You know, I gotta I gotta uh give her her flowers. We were just in Chicago to see her family in August. And she said when we were in the airport leaving, next time we come back, we'll be to see your to meet your family. She manifested that. Facts. So she getting all her flowers. Facts. So, I love that. You know, that that was amazing. And to have her here for this whole ride has been, you know, so dope. And uh, so we get to the hotel. I know my brother's coming to pick me up. Now, my brother, Don, that's my full brother on uh, both sides. Um, same mother and father. Me and him are like best friends. Like, we've developed this dope-ass relationship. You know, he's a real, real dope, real dude. And uh, he picks me up from the airport. And it was like, because me and him talked two, three times a day, every day. And uh, when he picked me up and I met him for the first time, it was like, What's, what's good, my dude? Like, it was regular. Cool. You know, we riding, we talking. We got a nice little ride to his crib because they had, uh, you know, the whole family was at the crib. So we pull up to the crib and uh, my palms start sweating again. I'm like, breathe. You know, I've been to therapy the last six years. Relax. Hop out the wheel. Take the walk across the yard. And it was almost like uh, Antoine Fisher, the way they had the homecoming. He walked into that into that family dinner setting, and everybody was there except for everybody was on the steps. So yeah, so I'm saying what's up. I'm hugging everybody. I'm dapping everybody up. And watch where I go with this. My aunt is to like the top right. She lives in Mississippi. But I'm not putting two and two together, like I said, because my anxiety is high. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the zone. I'm happy. So I, you know, I get to the top of the steps. My mother's there. Hug my mom. You know, we embrace. Couple tears. Everything that I thought it was. Love. Now, remember, I said to the hundredth power, because... I can't put it in the words. It's an indescribable, happy feeling. Now, remind you, I said my aunt is to the right of me. She came from, she lives in Mississippi. So I'm hugging my mom, and out the door I hear, hey, Jason. Oh, Granny's here. She came from Mississippi with Auntie. Yo, this is crazy. How old is is Granny? Huh? How old is Granny? Granny's 87. 
Shout out to Granny Ida. Yeah. And it was like, oh, snap. You know, embraced her. And uh, that whole first night, like, me and my mom were next to each other, like, on the couch. And it was natural. It was organic. Nothing was forced. Like, we just sat there, like, held hands and embraced each other, you know, and... It was it was the mother son feeling like and shout out to my adoptive family because they're so supportive of me finding my birth family. And so when I called my adopted mom that night, Marianne was like, I'm so happy for you. And it's just like, yo, I could write a book right now. This is like a dream come true. Definitely a book. For real. Definitely a book. Definitely a book and an audio book. I have chills hearing you. Like, it's just so warming hearing you share. Oh, this is amazing. Man, I, I never feel like that was probably, like, top two and not number two, like, best days of my life. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Wow. So what was that whole weekend? Like, how long were you out there for? A couple of days? We were there. From Friday to Sunday, Friday, the weekend went, you know, fast. We did a, uh, so we had like, you know, just a homecoming, pizza and wings, getting to know each other Friday night. Cool. We went back to the hotel. Then Saturday we got up and we had brunch with the fam. Uh, we went to this nice brunch spot and, uh, you know, we kicked it and that was really cool. Then we were at my aunt's house. Um, you know, we had a we had a little gathering over there. Ironic thing is, like I said, me and my fiance, we were in Chicago uh, in August. Her family's from Chicago as well, so her family ended up coming over with my family and mixing and mingling. Yeah, I mean that was real dope. And uh, you know, then that night was my brother's. Uh, birthday weekend as well so he had like this uh i know the man's 43 44 years old but we were at a uh, selfie museum for his birthday <laughs> and that joint was actually pretty cool <laughs> you know i'm not gonna have a birthday hey, party man. always 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 embrace the kid in you man yeah but shout out to him man and uh that was fun and then we we, we just hung out at my brother's house and then uh we went back. We went back to the hotel that night. And then we had like an early flight, flight Sunday morning. But and I was, you know, I was sitting on the plane on the way back. And of course, my old lady was. Uh, she was sleeping. It was early for her. And I just kept thinking to myself, man, she manifested this. And uh, look where we at now. And who knows what is in store for the future? But. Right now is nothing but positive vibes. And, you know, so, you know, so many people go into this process wondering, like, man, what's it going to be like? And it was like, it's everything that I wanted and some. Mm -hmm. And when I say some, I don't mean by a small amount. I mean, like, and some. Damn. That's amazing, man. Damn, I'm good. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Yeah, you be bringing that soundboard out. Hey, All man. that heartwarming stuff. Here we go. Hey, man. 
So, you know, I know, man, I had to let that breathe for a second. Man, let's talk about your brother, man. I know you, you got great relationships with everybody, but let's talk about Don, man. How is you guys, and you guys are only like a year apart. How is, you know, you yeah. guys' relationship and progression? Oh, man, it's been it's been dope. Like, the big brother that I never had, that I yearned for. You know, we bounce everything off the wall with each other, you know, uh, such a organic and real loving and caring brother relationship and then uh to add our our other brother uh steve to that you know to that mix has been he's our brother on our father's side uh has been amazing too having him in the fold because i mean now we could say the three of us we talk every day three four times a day just as you know we just as silly as can be but it's a loving caring dope relationship Absolutely. Shoot, Don been down here a couple times. Like he fly in, kick it for the weekend. Like you know, it was even dope. Shout out, look, shout out to the old lady again. She planned my birthday this year in L.A. All my siblings came to L.A. for my birthday. The turn up was crazy. Brought you by my old lady. Hey man, shout out to the old lady. I wish I was out there, man. The whole squad was out there. Whole squad. Shout out, shout out to Cabillo, you know, all the homies. Yeah, man. Shout out to Dre. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. But so, you know, we we talked about your, you know, your maternal side, and it took us a little bit uh, to get to your um, father's side of the family. So, what was? what was that like? I know you, you kind of briefly talked about how you and Don kind of found out together, but what was that right. journey like and then connecting? Like, what was that process of how we were going back and forth, finding it from your perspective? And then also, um, you know, connecting with like your brother and your your paternal family. So for that process, it was... Uh... You know, because you told me in the beginning, trust the process. Patience is a virtue. So it was like, I'm going to stay patient, let you continue working. You know, that was, that was, that was, that, that, at this point, four and a half years in, being patient with, with, with this process has become easy. Yeah. You know, yeah. starting from scratch to where we're at now. So that, you know, that was real easy. And, but seeing pictures of my father, uh, rest in peace to my father, he passed in, uh, 90, 98, Daryl Brown Sr., uh, seeing pictures of him was like, wow. And then, you know, hearing stories about him from Steve and, and other people, uh, you know, but when I see my res- my, my resemblance oh, yeah. of him, uh, you know, even though I look like my mother's twin mm-hmm. more than any of my other siblings yeah. on that side, yeah. I can definitely see my reflection in my father as well. Um, so that was real cool. And then uh, I had a Zoom call. Man, actually, man, you know, you broke the information when me and Don were together. And then we had and a... I was in a whip driving back. Driving, driving back, back, yeah. So then we had... Uh, my co- shout out to my cousin Aisha. She set up a Zoom call 
Did y'all hear that? Because that was crazy. No. It was loud. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, my cousin Aisha had this Zoom call set up and we met Steve for the first time. And we met my aunts and uncles on that side and a lot of cousins. And from that point, me, Steve, and Don took off. Me and Isha have a, uh, a relationship now. Um, she's actually going to pop up on all, all of us uh, while I'm in Chicago. Um, so that's been, you know, real dope. You know, looking forward to meeting them all, you know, uh, the, this trip and uh, seeing what relationships come out of that and what bonds come out of that as well. And I always say, like, even if nothing comes out of that, I know who they are and they know who I am, mm. you know? Yeah. Love. Facts. Facts, man. Damn. Man, shout out to the fam. That's, this was, this was, this was like top, you know, for me, for me, probably, you know, top two. <laughs> and it was an amazing journey that we went on. Cause I remember, um, we were walking, I think, you know, all the fellas, I think we were like eight or nine deep. We went to get, um, when, you know, we can get drinks, walk on the street and Bourbon Street. And you ran up on me because you was, I think I was walking with E. And you ran up, was like, yo, I'm ready to do this. I'm like, you sure? He said, yeah. I said, all right, let's get it. Yeah, I need you to get a DNA test. And, you know, when you are working with people um, that are helping you along, um, you can't you can't be better than how Jay was. Um, anytime I would call him, he would make time. Any questions I would have, um, when it came to looking people up or making cold calls or sending emails, friend requests, messages, um, and every research tactic we had under our arsenal, Jay was always ready. Um, hit me right back. Never said, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I don't have the energy. And also, a lot of times, you know, when, when I'm going through the process, I don't, you know, I don't want to put him on a roller coaster and be like, hey, I think I have something. Hey, I don't. Hey, I think I have something. Hey, I don't. But what happened is we eventually um, made contact with um, a first cousin. Yeah. yeah. And we went back and forth. Uh, through the emails and you know I think the door shut for about a good four or five months and you know once we went back and forth uh, she was very emotional in her emails and then it was just like okay we took it to um, the people that need to hear this and they have your information so whenever they're ready if they ever want to reach out to you they know how to contact you but out of respect for them, we cannot provide you any more information on the family. And I understand that. I was already researching, so I kind of had an idea, you know, because we had to go, I think, you know, for my genealogist, I think the highest match he had when, when, when he first DNA tested was like 230 centimorgans. So it was a journey. It was a journey coming back. But, man, we made it happen, man. Right. And so, you know what the crazy thing is, too? Uh, I can tell you that when you first made contact, my mother found out. But she thought I was mad at her. She, th You know, she thought I was, you know, 
uh, I hated her. And, uh, you know, she was like, nah, I'm cool. So when it came back around and she found out the second time, um, a couple years later, you know, because you got to remember, uh, my aunt told my brother, Don. Mm. So Don broke it to my siblings and then he broke, broke it to my mom. I didn't talk to my mom. I talked to my siblings and my grandmother first on Zoom. Or we were on FaceTime. Yeah. And at like we're the first initial meeting. Yeah. And then, you know, they had to get mom um, uh, prepared. And I just said, hey, tell her this. I'm not here to hate her. I have no f- bad feelings for you because at the end of the day, you gave me life and you put me in a predicament to have life. You could have aborted me. You could have gave, you know, you hear so many stories. You could have gave birth to me in a bus station and, and, and left me there, but you made sure I was good. Like you did right by me. You put me up for adoption. I have nothing but love for you. I'm coming to the table with nothing but love, with a clear heart, you know, and and I just want to have a relationship with you. And so that first initial FaceTime meeting with her, when she saw my face and, you know, she said, I'm sorry. And I was like, you have nothing to be sorry for. And then after that, it was, it's, it's just been happiness ever since then. Nice, man. Came to her with a heart of love and a Philadelphia yeah. beer. <laughs> and, and a full beer. <laughs> and an Aki beer. <laughs> and an Aki beer. Yeah, man. But so, you know, one thing, one thing that I continue to do is work on your family tree. And, and kind of, you know, continue to comb back because to me it wasn't about, okay, we found your biological family, but we can also come bearing gifts, i.e. <laughs> a nice-looking family tree. And a lot of these lines, uh, we were the first ones to touch. Right. And also, a lot of these, um, a lot of this stuff I'm going to talk about is probably something that, you know, a lot of your family may or may not know um, because using DNA and, um, you know, the research tactics, man, we didn't uncover some 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 good stuff, man. So, facts. You know, hope you and the family's ready for this one. Oh yeah, we ready. <laughs> you stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. You heard? Yeah, man. So, what do you know about your your maternal grandfather, Arthur Thomas? I don't know anything about him. Yeah, it's a, you know it's a little it's a little blurry. Um, what I do know is. Uh, his mother, Lizzie Thomas, uh, she was born in Georgia. In Georgia? In Mitchell, Mitchell County, Georgia, in 1910. And her whole family got up and moved to Chicago. Your, mm. your, your maternal grandfather's name was Arthur William Thomas, and he shared the same uh, surname as his mother. And unfortunately, his mother um, passed away at 22 years old. Mm. Your um, 
the paternal the maternal grandfather um he was around four years old when his mother passed away and okay he did not he did not have a connection with his um as far as like in the house or in the same city his um, biological father he never okay. he never indicated who his biological father was on any paperwork um death certificates uh registrations anything uh he never really yeah he never listed who his biological father was so i'm not sure if you know your you know your family would know that but you know using dna and also looking at the census records um attract i end up finding a family and you know that family is the moore family and the more the Moore family, and I strongly believe that Arthur William Thomas's biological father's name is Cleveland Moore. Uh, Cleveland Moore. I believe it could be, it's either Cleveland Moore or another sibling, but he's a lot, lot, he's a lot older. But I believe, you know, just during the process of elimination, because in that county in Georgia, um, in Cleveland, Cleveland Moore passed in 1946. But during that process of elimination, um, looking at all of the scenarios, this family um, migrated all over the country from Mitchell, Georgia. Okay. And, you, you know, you want to hear the iron, irony of it? Yes. A lot of the Moore descendants, a lot of the Moore family migrated and a few descendants that are DNA tested still live in the place they migrated to. Do you know what that place is? No. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You lying. <laughs> yes. You have uh, second, second and third cousins that live in Philadelphia that are Moors. Um, that whole family, for the most part, all migrated to that area. The thing is, Cleveland was a lot older than Lizzie. I mean, 16 years older. And okay. so I'm not sure the dynamics of that relationship. Um, I think it's probably in, it's probably, you know, probably speaks for itself that he had his mother's last name. And, you know, I, I don't think Cleveland ever lived I could probably, yeah, I could pretty much say that Cleveland never lived in Chicago. And Arthur was raised by his aunts, aunts and uncles. He had a pretty big family. In the 1940 census, um, he's living with his uh, grandmother um, and cousins and aunts, uncles, and stuff like that. So that's dope. From Waycross, Georgia. So that was one of the things that, you know, I was able to unlock on that side. And then that Moore family goes all the way back. Um, I traced them to 1815. 1815. 1815, your third great-grandfather, Burrell Moore. But let's get to the Thomases, though. You know, because that's, yeah. that's the fam. That's the fam. So, you know, Lizzie Thomas... Unfortunately, she passed away at 22 years old um, while her son was 
you know, very, very young. Um, she was the daughter of Gus Thomas and Mammy Barnes. And they actually um, lived in Chicago as well and okay. transitioned in Chicago. So, you know, even with um, Arthur, you know, not having both parents um, for the bulk of his life, he still was surrounded by his grandparents, aunts, uncles, and family. So that's, you know, something good to look at. And, you know, we go all the way, you're able to go all the way back. Um, one family that I was able to really, really go back is Gus's mother. So this is Arthur's paternal grandfather, Gus Thomas. This is his mother, Millie Middlebrooks. And this Middle Millie Middlebrooks. And this this family goes deep into Georgia. I have them at 1835 um, in Drakeown, Campbell County, Georgia. Um, I mean, this is super, super in depth. Um, you, your fourth great grandfather, Green Middlebrooks, he. Um, we have two um, pieces of information that's super dope. Um, right out, of, right out, of, right out of emancipation. Not only um, did he marry and make sure that it was recorded, and we have those original documents, he also applied the vote. As he should. Right, right immediately yeah. after emancipation, and you have these, wow. you have these documents on ancestry. Um, his, you can look at his signature. I mean, this is amazing, man. You know, because you see all these stories about, hey, man, you coming out of, you coming out of enslavement, and you know, you see, especially during the South Reconstruction, um, black people were allowed to vote for a small period of time. Black people held office, um, and um, to actually see that, the first thing, the first two things that he did was register to vote and get married. You're right. So shout yeah. out to your fourth great grandparents, Green Middlebrooks and Maddie Smith, born 1835 and 1832 in Georgia. So you have really, really deep Georgia roots on this Thomas side and, you know, your Moore side. Um, and you already know Granny, you know, your Granny Ida. This is, uh, yeah. it goes... You know, this is the Mississippi, excuse me. This is that Chicago to Mississippi, man. Yeah. This is that Chicago to Mississippi pipeline. Everybody, you know what they say, everybody in Chicago got a family member in Mississippi or a granny that came from there. And, you know, you are no exception to this. Uh, you come from that Hill family from Canton, Madison County, Mississippi. It is the Granny still lives in Canton. Absolutely. Yeah. Entrenched in there. We can go all the way. We could probably go three generations back on the Hill family. And one of the first people that we um, found, which is episode two of Sliding for the Ancestors, was Diana Bailey. She is. Uh, yes, she is a, a second. I think it's a second cousin once removed to you. But you guys connect on this Hill line. And we did a lot. 
on episode two slot for the ancestors. And also what I did was instead of it being like a just, okay, this is just one tree, I, you know, decide to create a, uh, like a, a family tree. And what I did was right. instead of, instead of creating, um, Diana, her own tree, I branched it off at your common ancestor, which is Willie Hill. Willie Hill was born 1880 in Canton, Mississippi, and his wife's name was Minnie Dykes. And these are your second great-grandparents, and this is where you and um, this is where you guys uh, branch off at. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong. This is um, this is her, um, your granny's paternal side. My bad. I want to bring it back. The maternal side is actually where they break break off at. Your second great grandparents was um, Willis Bailey and Mariah Webb. Um, your great grandmother's name was uh, Myrtle Bailey, and this is Myrtle Bailey. Myrtle Bailey and Diana's ancestor is Mick Willie Bailey. So they Mick were Will. yeah, they were siblings, and this is how. You guys connect, and we cold called. Uh, we talked about this on, you know, episode two of Sliding. We actually, you know, we cold called her. We messaged her on, um, yeah, yeah. We were actually looking for someone else, and we said, let's just look at the friends list and see how many Baileys are on there. We messaged ten Baileys, and only one responded, and it was Diana. And that ended up right. becoming not only a great working relationship to find your biological family, but we ended up working with her and doing her family tree as well. So, yeah, shout out to Diana. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to, to Diana. Because you, you know who we we never heard back from was Brandon Bailey. Yeah. But what she said was, um, if I was to reach out to him, he probably wouldn't respond <laughs> to me. And I'm his first cousin. So, and shout out to Brandon Bailey because at the same time, he did not respond, but he did leave his friends list open. And his friends list could have been <laughs> private. And if his friends list wasn't private, that would have been, you know what I mean? So I, I'm always, when I think of Brandon Bailey and not responding to LinkedIn, Facebook, <laughs> Ancestry, we probably called his white white pages number a, a completely unresponsive, but he left but. his friends list open and we were able to reach out to him. So I'm super thankful and appreciative. Shout out that. to Brandon one time for the one time. Hey, shout out to Brandon Bailey. Um, so, yeah, man, that's your, that's your um, maternal side. How do you feel about that? Man, that that is amazing information that I, you know, that I just learned about. I was actually, at the same time you were telling me, I was trying to pull it up on my tree, but I didn't see the the Moors or the Middle Middlebrooks. Yeah, so you got to keep going back. So Cleveland Moors. Um, well, I didn't know where to, or I didn't know what to click on. Should I say to to to, to view it on my tree? Absolutely. So um, when when you're looking at, so we're going Lizzie Thomas, and see, I don't, I don't even see Ida or Lizzie on my tree. Really? Like, I, yeah, I don't see my mother's side at all i'm looking at let me you just had that problem before and what i did was i took your email off and added it back and you said you saw anything so i'll do that i'll do that real quick but 
let's swing over. Let's swing over to your paternal side, man. One of the yeah. one of the big things we went through was those tates, man. Those tates, yeah. Beast. Um, talk about do you, have you learned about Emmett Tate? Any any more about him? Your no, I haven't, but I'm actually get get you know when I when I link up with Aisha, she's actually gonna uh my my uh cousins and my uncles and my and my aunts are actually gonna break down the tapes for me. Okay, cause them tapes, boy, them tapes. That's a, a lot of. Them. Yeah, them tapes was a labor of love, man. I tell you, how have you been? Um, have you talked to Sandra lately? No, I I actually talked to Sandra huh, Sandra last month. Um, you know, I checked in on her. I think I'm gonna give her a call call next week when I get back. Okay, okay. Shout out, shout out to she was super helpful figuring it out. And this was a this was a situation where um, you know when you do stuff like this, you don't you do not know how many lives you're gonna affect because number one. We were just talking about Diane, in which she didn't have a family tree and she wanted to know more. And we gave her so much information. So, you know, not only did it benefit her, but the thing is, his half-aunt, Sandra, did not know that she had additional siblings in Chicago. One of them being Daryl Bright Sr., which is um, Jay's biological Jay's father. So now, I mean, so it's just crazy. It's just crazy how many, how many lives that this is this affects because you know, in her in her mind, she said, Man, I just um I know my dad, like when my parents split, my dad moved to like Maryland, but and lo and behold, he was in Chicago and he had additional oh. the whole time. And then he had additional children and now Sandra is connected to um, a lot of their descendants. I think the twins, the twins have um, passed away. Daryl Brown, right. and he had a twin sister, and um, also, which is Aisha's mom. Aisha's yeah. mom, yeah. And it's just it's more siblings out there. Emmett, and then we connected with Emmett Neely. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's man, just, I got. I went from being the only sibling and having a small family on my adopted side to now I got yeah, a big ass. Family. We have we have literally connected so many family members on this side is absolutely ridiculous. And through DNA. DNA, man. <laughs> DNA, stop looking at them ethnicity estimates and get to work on those matches. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that I saw. When I looked at, um, when I when I was looking at the DNA, the inconsistencies was your maternal grandmother, uh, paternal grandmother. I'm sorry, Emma May Jonkins. Emma May Jonkins was born in Wyona, Mississippi. Again, that Mississippi to Chicago pipeline is strong, and you know her. Just kept seeing like I'm looking for Jonkins. And I couldn't see fine Jonkins anywhere. I'm looking for Jenkins. I'm playing with variations of the name. I'm looking in the town. I don't see anything. And but the one name I kept seeing 
was Simpson. Simpson. Oh, yeah, Simpson. Simpson yeah. from top to bottom. I mean, you got Simpsons from second to third cousins all the way down to fourth to sixth cousins. I mean, that name is like you put that name in, it's going to be two pages of people. And so once I started really breaking it down because it was really, really difficult, a lot of people did not have trees. Right. So, I mean, that was that was a really, 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 really intense. I probably took like a year breaking everything down slowly because I had to go back to the fourth to sixth cousins and bring everything mm-hmm. down and create multiple trees to kind of get a finer Simpsons. And then, lo and behold, there is a man that lives, is actually on the same census record. Um as Emma Mae Jonkins and lives in the same neighborhood. And his name is um, Wiles Simpson. And I believe okay. that he is the biological father of Emma Mae Jonkins. During the process of elimination, breaking down um, Wiles's uh, siblings, a lot of them are DNA tested. And they went from Mississippi to St. Louis. They were really, really strong in St. Louis, the Missouri, uh, all over the state. And I believe, I'm not sure that Emma May knew, because her father's still William Jonkins. (laughs) All day, every day. He raised it as a daddy. But uh, biologically, uh, we have uncovered that while, while Wilsey Simpson um, I strongly believe there's always room for error, but I strongly believe that he was the biological father of your paternal grandmother. He um, he actually passed away in 1967 in Gary, Indiana. Again, he was born in Wyona, Mississippi, and he traveled to Gary, Indiana with a lot. So they kind of split between that St. Louis and Gary, Indiana. And a lot of them, um, that's that's where he passed away at. He does have, he did have, he did marry and he had two children. Uh, Charles Simpson passed away in 1987 in St. Louis. Okay. And, and a daughter, Alvaria Simpson, who passed away in 1995 in St. Louis. They, they are still descendants. And I've been reaching out to try to connect uh, just to get, you know, get an overview and an understanding of that. So I'm still actively working on this one, but I'm pretty sure that, yeah, we we found that out, man. See, more DNA. Oh, hell no! Hey, more DNA. More DNA. Not ethnicity, SMS. DNA. Damn, I'm good. (laughs) I'm just saying. I was waiting for it. (laughs) But... You know, this Tate family is rich, man. You are, you have pictures of your grandfather and great-grandfather. Actually, your great-grandfather outlived his son, uh, Robert Tate. He was born in uh, Lee County, Arkansas in 1897. That Tate family went from just three generations from um, Tennessee. Um, Your third great-grandfather's name was John Tate to Robert Tate. And born in Arkansas. His son was born in Arkansas, but uh, went to Mississippi and then settled in Chicago. And your biological, your dad, you know, he was born in the Shah. 
And, right. and on this tree, man, I mean, it is some amazing work. You know, that Arkansas, that North Carolina to Arkansas post-emancipation. So we were able to trace, you know, some of your some of your ancestors from Mississippi uh, to Arkansas and back to, you know, North Carolina in that 1830s, 1840s. Mm. So you have um, a lot of ancestors um, that we can identify pre-emancipation that is very, very difficult. And uh, still a lot of work to do, man, but I'm super excited about this. Everything is looking great. Um, and the funny part about it is that you got Moors on both sides of your family. Your maternal, your, ma- your paternal great-grandmother, Emma Mae Jonkins' mother, her name is Isa- Isabella Moore, and that Moore family is from Carroll County, Mississippi. And they went up to Chicago. But also remember, you, your paternal, I mean, your maternal great-grandfather, Cleveland Moore, he was from Georgia. So you got Moors on both sides of your family. Unrelated, we got some more digging to do, possibly, like, way, way, way back. You never know uh, with the migrations of, you know, our people. But, you know, you're you're double more. Um, you have so many DNA connections now. When we started, I think 230 was the highest. I mean, you uh, you come up to 1,000 now. You, just uncovering your biological family, you have connected over, over five family members into this tree that did not know and genetically uncovered two um, ancestors that were previously not identified. One surprisingly, with um, the Simpsons on your paternal side. And two, um, your paternal grandfather, I mean, your maternal grandfather never listed his bio, never listed his father. Um, I'm not sure if he knew who he was, but um, we've identified both of them, man. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, brought four or five family members into the fold. You connecting, yeah. you connecting siblings in their freaking... 60s, bro. 70s. 60s. Yeah. You see, like, just connecting. You have changed so many lives, and I don't. Looking for your uh, fa- your birth family. So just remember that when you look at your process, how many people you helped, how many people you connected, and how many lives you changed while changing your life, because. You know, when right. you do this, genealogy is community-based work, and we never do it alone. Uh, and this is a this is Exhibit A. So always think about the Emmett Neelys, the Sandras, um, all these tapes that you're putting together. Think about this Moore family. I'm going to try to connect you with the Moors out of Philly. You know, the Simpsons, that all the way down the list that was hitting you up like, yo, you look like us. He was saying Jay looks just like us. <laughs> like you just, I'm just. I mean, now the Simpsons are like, wow. I knew he was related, but I didn't know how. And I was pulling my hair out trying to figure it out. So now we know, and we were able to tell them, you know, your through lines is looking mighty healthy and accurate. <laughs> you know, because through lines could take you for a loop. But man, I mean, you, I mean, you got it all, man. How do you, for real. 
we got a more lot than of, I even I could ever imagine. Man, we got so much work to do. So not only that, um, I mean, you you could play this for your family when y'all link up. Um, right. You can give them the breakdown. They may be shocked at some of the stuff we talked about. And, um, you know, you're not going, you're never going empty handed, but you're bringing them, you're bringing them a a family tree, bro. Like, and I would say 75% of these lines were not done um, until we did it. Wow. So you're giving, you're giving the elders your That's siblings, so awesome. your aunts and uncles, something yeah. that they <laughs> you're coming, you're you're coming bearing an invaluable gift, man. Right. So we're gonna make sure that's right on your phone so you can sit down and um, you know, they could listen to this um down the line or whenever you wanna play it for them. We're gonna keep the replays up. Um yeah. And man, you could just sit down. You could sit down at the table, and they'd be like, "Let me tell you about your family." And I'm like, "Let me tell you about our family." <laughs> You're hurt. Hey. Uh, That's Casey, how we feeling? What you thinking? I'm just in awe. Um, you know, this, like you said, this is your top two. I'm not a genealogist, but just hearing this journey and being able to witness it and hear firsthand everything and now learning more about your ancestors. I'm in awe. This was amazing. I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, man. And we got so much, like, you know, we still doing the research, like where did they, you know, what was the neighborhood? Like you got so much history to learn about these counties where they lived at, where did they work? How did they move around? And like I said, this was top two. And the only, you know, number one is was my journey, you know, finding right. my biological father and family and, you know, what I went through. And this is this is number two, man. I'm just, I'm so thankful that you trusted me. Uh, you know, I was... Why wouldn't I? You my man. Why would you my brother? Why yeah, wouldn't man? And also, you know, you were one of the... You were one of the first people I talked to, and you know when I got that shock um, on March March seventeenth, twenty sixteen, March eighteenth, twenty sixteen. You know I discovered that my father was it wasn't my biological father, and I did that learning how DNA works, learning about Cinnamorgans. That was my journey to figure out how DNA works to get to that point. And you know Jay was one of the first people I told. That was by far one of the hardest times of my life, um, and I didn't I didn't know how how I would recover from that. But um, once I built myself back up with the help of you know my baby, my family, and everyone, um, this is the result of it. You know, a dark tunnel. Once you get to the other side, it was nothing but sunshine and rainbows, and I was able to. Uh, accumulate all of these experiences and go through a heartbreak to bounce back and do stuff like this. So shout out to the, shout out to the process, man. Shout out to the process. Yes, yes, yes. What you got, Jay? What you, what you, how you feeling? Blessing, man. Another level of amazement. You know, it's like levels to it and 
this is just another level of of amazement and uh you know, I'm just going to sit and think on this tonight, you know. I'm going to ride. I'm going to be on a plane tomorrow thinking about this. And, uh, you know, we're going to play this episode for my family. And, uh, you know, I'm interested in their feedback. I know it's going to be love, but it's like, wow. You know, yeah. the connection. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man. You're going to be live. And you, you're going to be live. So, you know, hopefully you're with the family while we playing this. We, you know. For you know the audience's information, we did pre-record this um, a day a day before airing because he is flying to Chicago to be with his um, his family. Right. You know, I I, I keep checking myself because you got to pull away those barriers, and I I think you know the genealogy brain. I'm like biological this step this half this half that you know to make sense of it, but sometimes right. you got to like pull that pull those titles away. And you know, humanize, humanize the, humanize you know the situation and the family. So we did this in advance. So you know, he's listening to it right now, and and we about to pick up right after this. So if anybody got questions, drop it in the chat, and we go. Yeah, we're gonna pick up live right now. Yeah, Jay, man, where you at, Jay? What's up, y'all? What's going What's on? Going on? I'm about to say, can y'all hear me? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Huh? It's a little, it's a little feedback. feedback. Can y'all hear me better oh, now? Can y'all hear me better now? My bad. Hold up. Yeah, I can hear you, Jay. What's good? Y'all can hear me now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Wait a second. What's I have up? a question real quick. Was this so Jay wasn't talking? What'd you say? Jay wasn't talking this whole time. Nah, it was pre recorded, but you know, I got that equipment, so it sounded like it was, you know, live. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, I was over here. Trying man. To, oh, man. Hey. <laughs> Nah, he actually he actually flew into Chicago. So, you know, with him moving around and stuff and you know wanting to do it live and I know he was going to be with his with his birth family, I wanted to get this out the way and pre-record it so he could sit back with his family, kick it, play it back and then like we could talk about it while he's in Chicago and he's in Chicago right now. Live and direct. Live. Amazing, Sitting amazing next to my eyes. mother and my brother, you heard? Hey, y'all on O Block or what? <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, you know, because we stay moving around in these streets, I'm actually in Michigan right now. Nice. And then I'll go back to Chicago on Saturday. Yeah. Are you in Detroit, Jay? No, I'm not in the. I'm not in the D. I'm in Lansing. Oh. Uh... Nice, hey, nice, brother. What's up, sis? What's the word? Just excited to, to be here and hear all of this. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to Ray. Hey, man, how'd that feel? How'd that feel just sitting back listening to it? Because, you know, we talk about it all the time, but actually taking it in. Taking it in for a second time is just like, and then watch, sitting here being able to watch Don and watch mom, you know, watch their faces and, like, comment on different people. Like, oh, this person and that person. 
you know that that that's really dope you know to be able to share all this information with them and sitting here talking with mom she says granny ida has the keys to to all all of the tree because she's the oldest sister so i'm gonna get with her tomorrow you know what i'm saying i'm gonna hit her up and uh talk with her and then you know we can fill in some more info you already know hey that's what's up that's what's good. Anybody got anybody got any questions, any comments, uh, anything? Welcome to the stage, yeah. Oh, a question. they can hear you. Oh. Hey, right. What's good, bro? I'm gonna send my uh we're gonna do my DNA tomorrow and get it sent in. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, get talking you in about. these streets, man. I got um it, it don't just start with one person because, you know, everybody, even though you guys have got the same mom, same dad, you inherited different things from your parents. So you guys are going to have different matches. So it's good to test your siblings, parents, grand, anybody that you can. It's good to test everybody because every time you go a generation up, you'll have more matches and the matches will be closer. And so... Yeah, that's all, that's why it's always good. I got what five of my siblings tested, my parents. I got one grandparent tested. You know, so I, I try to get everybody in, in as I can to help you know push the research forward. So, hey man, you're doing a great thing. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Boy, Michigan, man. Yeah, man, out here in Michigan. Me and mom got up and drove out here this morning. Our first road trip together. Hey. That's amazing, man. Sasha, how I do, Sasha? How was my research? How, how did I break it down? Give me a genealogist um, review. <laughs> you, did, you did really good. Um, that was a really touching story. I love stories like that. And like I told you, I have a lot of those types of stories on my father's side. So I'm excited to kind of dig in and um, try to do what you did for Jay for my family. Absolutely. I'm glad I could be both of y'all OGs and inspire, aspire and inspire both of y'all. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Great talking shit. <laughs> hey, man. Ah, man, we got Milton, Milton man. You're going to be next, man. We man. got some work. We got some work to do, man. You man, you over I, there, you, you stressing me out, Milton. I, I'm I'm super excited right now. <laughs> so I might I have a breakthrough and it's 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 driving me nuts right now. Yeah, I am looking over right now. I'm talking, man. Shout out to Milton. Shout out to the homie Kelly. What up, Frat? Kelly 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 on stage? Yeah, Kelly on stage. Uh what's up, Kelly? Well, I'm working with him too. <laughs> we got some heat coming, y'all. I'm telling you, I'll be in the lab. That's why I don't be making room. That's why I don't be making rooms as much because I got to get in the lab and you know work as much as I talk because I can talk a lot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I gotta put in. I gotta put in that work. Watch yourself. Watch, watch yourself. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. <laughs> right. I think I heard Alana had a question. What's up, Alana? Question for Jay. Talk to me, Seth. Um, I'm gonna ask, have you inspired anybody else in your family to I guess take this journey with you, start their own trees? Like, 
is your mom going to start her own tree or she's just going to kind of go through your journey? I just want to know how, you know. We got all that already. See, we, we, yeah, we got all that info already. And being that the fact that my grandmother is alive, my grandmother Ida, and she she has the whole tree and Ray already, you know, unlocked it. Like that's that's the dope part, you know. We're gonna work with my with my brother Steve on his side as well. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, that's one that's one thing I do too, Jay. And you know, I got I got all together twelve half siblings, man. And I have done six of my half siblings other side. Yeah. Nice. All together. All together. So you know, and with my cousins that say, hey, I took a DNA test. I'm like, all right, let me manage it so it can help with our common ancestors tree. And then I'm going to work on your other lines that ain't related as like an appreciation because it's all community based. And, you know, usually when you look on ancestry, you can name the tree like the cousins tree, the Johnson tree, the Hall tree, the Marshall tree. But, you know, sometimes you give trees different names. And I just felt like it was... Uh, I named Jay's tree New Beginnings because that's exactly what it is, you know, just, and this is, you know, we, we continuing to do the work for, um, for their ancestors. And this is, this is, this tree is for them. Like I said, he, he came, he came to the family bringing gifts and bringing, you know, new stuff and hope, you know, I think some of this DNA information may be new. I'm not sure, but you know, well, we out here, we out here changing the game. <laughs> Marseille, man, what's up, bro? What's up? What's up? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm doing good today. What you think about this one? Oh man, y'all did this was a superb job, superb job. But I had a question for Jay. Jay, were you the only child adopted from your mother's? Yes. Kids? Oh, okay. Yeah. That joint. I got a couple of, I found a couple of adoptees too in my tree. Um, I'm working with one right now. He has no idea. And it's like, boy, do I got some news for you. <laughs> Cause I know exactly. That's what, that's the benefit of having so many people DNA tested. When some, when you catch an adoptee or somebody in my line, you automatically know where they fall in that. Like, boom. Okay. You fit in right here. Cause I got six people on that line tested alone first cousin second cousin so they just boom so i'm gonna have i might have a conversation with him i might even record it and uh bring him on clubhouse <laughs> hey man this is fun last thoughts jay i know you moving around you know i'm moving around how i move around uh man peace and blessings to everyone i hope my story inspires everyone to uh you know for the genealogists to continue breaking down walls for the people you're working with you know and hopefully they can have the dopest experience like like i did and you know you know i said a thousand times over i'm forever grateful for for the journey we've taken ray you already know and uh to add to that ray you killed it with the sound effects Don't get him started. <laughs> Appreciate you. I got some more. Uh, so, you know, I, I knew he was going to be with mom, so I wanted to keep the sound effects PG. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to light it up. But you already know, man. You know, I'm your um, I'm your OG, Jay, in this genealogy streets. So I got to take care of you, my man. You know what I mean? 
Facts. My my man pots and pans. Hey man. You already know what this is. Philly to Baltimore. Philly to Baltimore. You heard? <laughs> Anybody Anybody else got some last words, some thoughts, questions before we, you know, wrap this thing on up? Yeah, okay. When you're when you're um researching and you're trying to contact people, how do you how do you try to get your information across without spooking them? <laughs> uh, it's tough. It's tough, man. You just gotta like I kind of, so what I did was I have, and I'll send it to you, I'll copy and paste it, but I'll, I have like a, in my Word documents, I just have something typed up that say, you know, hello, and put that name in, how are you? You know, I'm a genealogist, I'm working with so-and-so, or I'm working on my tree and you came across as a DNA connection. Um, I am trying to figure X, Y, and Z out. Um, I have I and then one thing you do is you also provide information. I also have done a lot of research on our shared lineage, and I have a lot of information for you um, whenever you're available. And I wanted to know if you could, you know, give me a hand with me figuring out what I need to figure out. So whenever you have time, just give me a holler, put my name, number, email, and everything. You know that's. That was really our first jump start because what happened was um, he has a second cousin from Detroit and a Bailey. We hit him on multiple times on Ancestry. And then I hit him on LinkedIn. I hit him on Facebook. And then you saw that he kind of read the message, but he didn't respond. And so I went in this friends list and I just um, searched all Bailey's. And it was like 10 of them. And I emailed all 10 of them and only one responded. And just like you said, Milton, she was totally weirded out. And it took me like four hours, like just going back and forth, answering questions. And when she was weirded out, I provided her information about, because at that point, I one thing that I knew is Willie Bailey was like his second or third great grandfather, just off the DNA. So sometimes you don't have those close DNA connections, but you can kind of centralize like the more far out. So I knew either his second or third was the Baileys. And um, so I was like, yeah, I got this information on Willis Bailey. Boom, boom, boom. And she's oh, okay. That's my, you know, great grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. I got him over here. Boom, boom, boom. And I just started breaking down her tree and what I knew. And I was like, yeah, you know, that Mississippi to, you know, Detroit, you from Detroit. Um, Chicago pipeline is strong. So I just kind of warmed her up with not with information that I had on her family because she knew who these people were, but she didn't have any intimate information of it. And most people don't. Um, most of the elders hold that information and occasionally kick it out here or there. So she was excited when I started breaking it down. And then she warmed up and, you know, I put Jay on the line and, you know, Jay is sweet as can be. <laughs> you know, she loved Jay off top. And, you know, it's just, but, that's honestly, that's like, what, 30% of the time, man. <laughs> I usually do an all-out full-scale attack, hit them on every social media, maybe look up his, look up their white pages, send a letter, uh, find the email, look them up on a website. You know, it, it depends on how I email somebody's, um, I found somebody that was a school teacher, and she had a brother uh, that, was looking for his family and I was working with him 
and she was a school teacher in Georgia. So I emailed, <laughs> I emailed her at, her at her job with that same email, and she was shocked. But you know, I connected them, and you know, she cool with her brother. So you know, it's just unconventional methods of reaching out, man. You just gotta keep it. You gotta keep moving, keep evolving. I'll find somebody on TikTok if I got to. <laughs> hey, yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah. Like, I actually, you give them information, but then they give you like one word answers or they leave it so open. <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, could I have more than that? You know, they, I, don't, I just yeah, don't. Yeah, but you got to warm them up. So if they hit you with that one word, it's like, yeah, I was researching this family. And if this is your grandfather, I have this and I have that. And, you know, say he was like who he's talking about. Like, yeah, your granddad worked for the railroad. He worked for different railroads. Mm-hmm. And I saw your family here and I saw your family there. And I'm really tracking this line. And these are the things that I'm finding. And then that, that might, instead of saying, you know, they give you one word because they're kind of annoyed. They don't know how to fill you out. You just hit them with information and just like, I'm so excited to learn about this tree and his family. This is what I have. I don't know if you have that in your tree, um, but this is what I'm tracking. And next thing you know, that might open them up because they might be novices and they might be a little weirded out <laughs> by somebody yeah. just saying, give me, give me, give me. Man, just drop it on that. You might get a one word answer, but you might get a, Wow, thanks for that. You know, mm. I appreciate it. You know, can you show me that? Or can you show me how to do that? Because, you know, some people are just figuring it out and everybody has yeah. different like, protection barriers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so just give us some time. Give us some time. But, whew, yeah, man, I was a beast. And this is, we're going to have more parts to this because, like I said, this tree is ever evolving. Uh, we're going to keep breaking this down. We're going to have another one. Um, when we when we get back a little further, and I think I got another benchmark that we're gonna hit. So maybe in about a month or two, me and Jay will pick this back up and have a part two to this one. Whew. How you feeling, Keishi? You good? I'm feeling good. I just was gonna say I'm looking forward to it. This was great hearing more, and um, I'm excited to learn more. Yeah, man, Kelly, Kelly, we got you know we working with Kelly. We should have one. We got one coming with Milton. Uh, we're going to have a part two with uh, Ilana. Tomorrow, Genealogist Lounge. We're talking to Sasha. Uh, so we got to link up with everybody in the audience. I got plans. I got big plans. We got, you know, we got a lot of catching up to do with the genealogy community. And I like, I like the... I like the direction we're going, man. So, Ray, I just want to make a, a teacher clarification. Tomorrow you'll be talking to Sasha, not Alana. Correct. I said Sasha. I said Sasha, didn't I? You said you're gonna do a part two with Alana, and then the way you emphasize tomorrow, I wasn't sure if you meant Alana or Sasha. Okay, thank you, Keith. So you're so welcome. No problem. Tomorrow, I will be talking to. Sasha. <laughs> Thank you. Now it's clear for everybody. Huh? Now it's clear for everybody. <laughs> it's clear? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, now nah, Sasha, I'm trying to, I need to get with Sasha, but you know, Sasha's busy, Vaughn. She's so busy. So, I got to hit her up and see if I can uh, set something up with that too. But 
But that's it, man. That's all we got for tonight. I appreciate y'all for rocking with us, and I'll see you tomorrow, man. We with Sasha, the genealogist lounge. We talking about, um, you know, that Detroit, them Detroit streets, um, her genealogy journey. She has a, she has a super duper amazing story. Um, you know, in the vein, not an adoption story, but kind of in the vein of Jay's, and it is equally as remarkable. I had a great time talking to her, and we're going to do the same thing that we did um, today. We're going to pick up right at the end, have a great conversation. Um, you know, Mike, you got to let me know when the next game night is so we can coordinate that. I'm looking forward to it. I like how you took a little break in between, too. You know, bring it back because people are going to be looking forward to it. But that's it, man. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful evening. It's the trenches. <laughs>